Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brew Head. Oh, am I doing the Scott Cole show, yeah. and intro? Yeah, sure. Like and I'm Tiffany, liquid ex-happiness, liquid enthusiast. There we go. There you go. Well done. Yeah, I like that. I yeah, like that. That's a, well. new, that's a new one for you. <laughs> and welcome to episode six of our Link Up series here on BAOS. We are back. This is actually series two now. So the first lot, the first five episodes were from series one. We are back with series two for 2022. We are super excited uh, to be setting this off this year with six new breweries that are participating in the uh, in the program. And uh, you know now we get to have a chat with some wonderful people doing some wonderful things, making some incredible beer. Um, shall we get right into it? Is yes, there anything else shall. you want to preface this with? No, nope, we if shall you get right in. More, exactly, okay, perfect. If you want to know more about it, go watch the other ones from this series. They're a lot shorter than normal, uh, or we try our best to, and, you know, it's hard sometimes. Yeah, and we, we did a podcast cool. with everybody involved in Link Up, which was our, was it our last one? I think it was our last one, was that episode five? Oh, with um, with Sankyo? Sankyo. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yes. so that was like a full history and breakdown of like how Link Up came to be. So yes, that was probably a good one for the context. Yeah. But this evening we have the first brewery to participate and to set off series two. You might remember these incredible humans from I think it was like episode eighty something of the original podcast series. Just really um, our favorite people in the world. Yes, yeah. and uh, it's a travesty we haven't. I don't think we've done another pod since, have we? I think no, we like, attempted. We, oh, we attempted, we attempted and to the, do a podcast. Uh, we attempted to build this whole new series <laughs> around it, and then the coves came and destroyed that. So, ruined yeah. <laughs> everything. But we, we have them here. So We do tonight. Please welcome Patty and Tatiana from Overhaul. <laughs> <laughs> Do you the like the best, um, the best. virtual clapping, the virtual audience? That's amazing. <laughs> we brought it. We brought the big guns. That's so important. <laughs> Welcome. So lovely to see your incredible faces, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Appreciate you both. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. And thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh my gosh, such a pleasure. Um, thank you as well, first of all, for setting off this series. I know we talked about getting you involved last year. And you guys were really, really quick to, to get down. And honestly, when we first had the conversation with uh, Jacob, the Sankey and Baron team, yeah. you guys were one of the, basically one of the first breweries that came to mind. It just felt like this was a perfect fit. So I'm so happy. And the, the style of beer that you chose to, to kick it off with is even more perfect based on where we're at. So um, would you, if anyone wants to know, by the way, I forgot what episode it was, but it's... Check. Tiff will double check, but if this uh, podcast is not about the overhop story, if you want to hear it, and we actually need to figure out the catch up episode because an incredible amount has happened since 2018. So much has changed since that, uh, right? that, that episode. So yeah. you put overhop beer as podcast yeah, and it should come up straight yeah. away. But I think it's like 80 something of the original 91. podcast. 91. There we go. From 2018 at uh, Mondial. Um, what a time that was, right? Different world. God yeah, damn. Yeah, and Craig will leave that in the description for you. Yes, I always put it in there so everyone can see it. And I'll probably tag the video and stuff here on YouTube. So um, <clears throat> let's talk about the beer straight away. Let's get right into that. Oh, yes. Look at this. This can is so, oh. so freaking amazing. Gorgeous. See, you not swearing? Freaking. Freaking. You can swear. <laughs> so it's a nano IPA. 3.2% of alcohol. We wanted to make something light for the after holidays. Okay. Um, we know a lot of people do dry January, but with since the COVID started, uh, we have a lot of support. Instead of stopping to drink, stop drinking 
you know, completely during January. They tried to drink just on the weekends or just once a week. So we thought about something light uh, yeah. to, you know, to please uh, more people after the parties. And we use the, we, we are big in IPAs. Yeah. So we wanted to make an IPA as, um, as good to drink as our big IPA. So we used the Mosaic, Cinco, and um, Eldorado. Oh, nice. Yes, 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 yes. I like what you're saying too about people kind of not cutting drinking altogether, but you're like cutting back a little bit there. Like I feel like that's like a good medium ground, you know, as yeah. opposed to be like, oh, I'm going to try to cut off altogether. This is just like, okay, I'm not going to like be getting drunk out here on the weekdays and things like that. Okay. Yeah, sorry, um, we're doing the photos at the same We're doing the photos, time. sorry. Back there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's perfect. Um, I love it because yeah, the, even though maybe people aren't doing dry January necessarily, yeah, they're doing um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, but they might want the the nano IPA. Just makes so much sense for uh for this time of year, and it, it just like it seemed really a great way as far as the the order yes. of everything, yeah, to set off the uh the series as well. It's yeah. perfect. We just got these today, by the way. We yeah. Glassware. Oh, amazing. I gotta have oh, mine. Awesome. Yes, uh, Sankiem. They're they're available from direct from Sankiem Baron. Do you want to take like a nice one of this one by itself? Oh yeah, because I wanted to. Yeah, after, so, yeah, I'm sorry. We're doing the content creation all at the same time, guys. guys. It's all about the you know what's it called? Um, multitasking. Multitasking. So while Tiff's taking that photo, <laughs> tell us about like why did you choose? So you chose the the Nano IPA specifically to you know for oh. this time of year. That's accurate. Like because you thought it would be a good one Can to set. Can you do this. a virtual cheer first? So I'm dying to drink. It, oh yes, you know what? We can. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Get it in, yeah. Oh, this is just one. I want to sip a bit. No, you can sip it. No, I don't want to sip your beer. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, and sorry, what were the hops again? Cinco, Mosaic, and El Dorado. I love it. Hmm. Wow, you did get a ton of flavor in that. I've really grown to like, um, I didn't really appreciate or value like this style, like the nano sort of beers at first, because they're really popular in Quebec. And um, is that me or you? Oh, I think it's you. Okay. Um, and uh, over time and over sort of like, you know, experimenting more with, um, uh, what do you call it? Like non-alcoholic beers and some of these lower ones, like you're starting to really appreciate and this is like a very difficult beer to make well. Yeah. Have you guys done anything like this in the past? Like uh, nano beers before? No. no? It's the first time. We've been oh, wanting wow. to do that for a long time. Uh, Tati and I, we go uh, when life was normal. We used to go to <sighs> many festivals and I was always driving because I live in the hip suit. So I couldn't really drink that much to go back driving and then we always looked forward um you know the 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 low alcoholic beers okay and uh i always wanted to have a beer for us and we we decided to test in the in this project we thought it was a good uh, a good season a good idea a good chance to try and uh maybe we can develop a recipe for us after that okay Something that you would probably look to bring in um, as like a regular lineup yeah. type of thing. Amazing. Yeah. Have you? I guess you probably had people ask you for these. Yeah, a lot. Too? Yeah. Yes. 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 Amazing. And this um, was uh, who and who did the um, the recipe? Was it the? Because you have a new head brewer now. 
We have Mario now. Mario, um, yes. Yeah. So this is his recipe, and he, I, we, mm. we, we gave him the 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 briefing. We decided what we wanted, and uh, he came up with this idea, and uh, everybody's happy, right, Tachi? Yeah. Um, I heard really good comments. All my fans that tried, they loved it, and personally, I think they should. Have yeah, the guys in the brewery too. The guys in the brewery love it too. Yes, yep. yeah. So the other brewers, the yeah. our staff, everybody liked. I love it. Um, no, this is this is fantastic. I just like yeah, I was really happy. And tell me about the um, the artwork too, by the way, because you guys are really very well known for your incredible like like the type of artwork that you would want a print of and then get it framed because it's it's just always so beautiful. So the good thing about Link Up that I do I think works well is that we don't require that any breweries have to we don't even we didn't you didn't even show us to get anything approval yeah here here it is i'm like mm -hmm. sweet this is amazing and i think that lets you just be creative and do your thing and it's really resulted in some fantastic artwork i'd love to hear a bit more about the artwork here so for people who are listening it's a bright yellow can which is the link up colors and then you've got a skull which is uh overhop signature uh art and it's sort of made up of, um, what would you call it, like a motherboard, like computer um, yeah. like connections, I would imagine. That's the tie-in there. The connect yeah. You just, you just explained okay. <laughs> everything. <laughs> exactly that. Well, well, in fact, we didn't think about the connections as if it was like a, a technology thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we really started from the concept of, you know, little dots, you know, like when we, when we play in school and we are kids, you know, like when we, when we draw little dots and then we keep adding and adding, ah. you know, this little game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dot game. And, uh, but, you know, like, but it came up much better than what we asked for. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's perfect. Do you guys have one designer? As or usual. Using, yeah, As there usual. you go. Are you guys having working with one designer? Or is it different people? No, it's just one. Just nice. one. Okay, yeah. yeah, they just yeah. kill it every time. They just kill it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's super it's cool. Yeah, one guy in Brazil. One guy in okay, Brazil. Sick. He's been sick. with us since the beginning, and uh, he, he's he's our soul. He's He really... we, we connect really well yeah and we, he reads my mind <laughs> that's perfect that's what you want i don't know it kind of feels like the people are linking up in here or something do you know what i mean there's yeah, like, they're all like they almost even look like people connecting with each other like a stick figure like stick figures yeah. connecting with each other i feel it, like it's doing it does. Like, yeah it's very interesting that's so cool yeah like kind of like linking arms and stuff like that i love it no i, I really love it and i just love like everything's like always on brand and feels good and like stands out so it's like clear what you're buying every time. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love good. it. You're no, flashy. Yeah. Hey, flashy is right. <laughs> Flashy's good. Are you flashy or are other people basic? That's what you have to think of. People are basic. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are basic. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what, that's what I was That's thinking. the episode name. People are basic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, okay, so the beer, phenomenal. Now, let's talk about the, you know, Link Up, obviously, we're focusing on diversity and inclusion. You are both South American women originating from Brazil, immigrating to Canada. You know, three out of four of us are immigrants. All four of us are uh, not from Montreal, and we've all made it our home. Um, I would love to hear what sort of, you know, 
I imagine that being an immigrant to Canada, being that I have been through it, it's, you know, in influence the interest in something like this, like a diversity inclusion. It, it's uh, something that from what I've, you know, our conversations in the past and seeing the team that you've built, it's important to you guys. But I'd love to hear about what's, you know, what's your connection with the diversity inclusion that would make you want to get involved with something like this? Um, can you, can you just finish the, the sentence? Like it, it, it broke a little bit. Wondering, yeah. he's basically what's wondering, your? what's your experience? I would say is kind of what you're thinking. Like what's your experience yeah. as like South American women in the craft beer industry? Right. And then, yeah, what, probably what challenges have you faced? What's that journey been like? Cause it's not very common here. Um, and you're in two diverse buckets like me, yeah. black, think, black woman, check, check, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a, a, a long road we had to, to go through until, till we get here. You know, it took a little time for people to realize we were ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. We were, we were there. We, we were the ones people should talk to when they wanted to talk about, you know, overhop and we want, they wanted to make business. There was not a man behind us, you mm -hmm. know, that would be the last one to talk to. Mm -hmm. And, um, it took, it took a while, right? Tachi took a while. So, but now yeah, people it took, it took are, a while, are used to. Yeah, I think it's like, um, as it happened to, to me twice and it happened to Patricia as well, that people, when we're in festivals or when we're in events, people just uh, saying, oh, I, like, uh, you're so friendly. Like, I love the work you're doing. I'm not going to make sure I'm going to compliment you to your boss. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> You should be like, Thank I am the boss. Did, you know? No, you just yeah, said, there you, just, you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there were some people that just say, oh, no, I would like to talk to the brewer. I would like to talk to the, to the owner of the company or like to, to talk to your boss. It happened to me and to Patty, and you're always like, you know, we are the owners of the brewery, the, the brewery, you know. And, uh, but I think with time, and uh, we were very resilient, we were very patient, we were always very respectful and friendly. And I think with that kind of behavior, not letting it hit us in a way that, man, what's wrong with people? You just like, well, we have to deal with that, like just keep on going. And with that kind of, uh, of, of, that kind of behavior, we gain our space. Mm. So it's been, uh, yeah, we haven't heard the things in, uh, so often anymore people got to know us we got good connections we got good friends we got the business and um, from my side I can say that I feel more respected now and people recognizing the work we do and I believe Patricia feels the same she's always like she's yeah in marketing she's always talking to people so I know people know who she is you know and what she does yeah, yeah. Like our community, our community is so supportive. And, you know, since since the beginning, where where we are, where we chose to be in Saint Jean sur Richelieu, everybody loves us. They, they they we have loyal customers, people that cheer for us. You know, they they come in every single release, and they they are like brand ambassadors. They they support. They know we are not from here. Yeah, and uh, they love us anyway. So it's uh, it feels it feels good. I love that. That's and the amazing. other thing is like we never hid we never hid our origins. Origin. Mm. Yeah, true. Origin. 
Well, yeah. I'll migrate my great accent right now. <laughs> right. Also, we cannot even <laughs> origin. Yeah. Also, I cannot even hide because if I speak English, even though I'm fluent, I have an accent. If I speak <clears throat> French, you know, I'm pretty fluent in French. It's not as good as my English, but it's still pretty good. I still have an accent. I will always have an accent. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm proud of my accent. And at the same time, we chose to live in Quebec. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. Uh, where is home? Home is Quebec. And um, I have a Brazilian blood, but yeah, people understand this now. I think mm. I think that's also interesting yeah, because understand a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and even what you're saying, not hiding your origin, for example, I think it actually makes you all more interesting. You know, like that, and that's kind of what we're even kind of talking about and thinking about with Link Up is that when you bring more diverse people into beer, you get more interesting beer and you get like just a more interesting culture, vibe and everything, right? Because it's like there's one experience that everybody has basically been having. And when you're great examples of like you, one, yeah, you didn't just come in and you're like, all right, cool, we're going to just, we're conforming to Quebec and we're Quebec, we're just going to like, you know, not wear any of our culture on our sleeves, but I feel like you double down on it and that's what makes it feel good. So much so that I guess people were like, oh, are you Brazilian, a Brazilian company and not Canadian? Do you know what I mean? Like so much so, but that's a good thing. I feel like that was your edge, like a competitive edge that you have. And I think that's you like- know, You know what I, what I, what I found, um, I don't know, I find, I find weird sometimes. I know other brews that are not from here, mm -hmm. but it's not mentioned. You know, like people don't don't really care where where they are from. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I don't know. I feel like you know when they I, maybe because we have there's a brand an overhop in Brazil. Mm -hmm. You know that's maybe that's the reason why because it's confusing. You don't know the story. You think it's the same thing and it's yeah. not. Yeah. Um. But we you know we mm -hmm. will keep repeating until everybody understands. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. the way that you guys repped for Quebec. Yeah. So heavy to the point where, uh, I don't know if it's on the can here, but you had the, um, I think it's on one of your uh, merch where you've got your, your skull logo. Yeah. And, so nice. yeah. and you put the uh, fleur de lis in, in the eye. You guys have really like represented for Quebec, like very strongly in all of your yeah. marketing and stuff. And I but felt, Brazil hmm. as well. No, I totally. feel like, yeah, you don't hide like your perfect. culture. That, right, that's what's good. Yeah. But no, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you never have. And I think it's also great, though, that you've, because Quebec uh, is, is a proud um, culture. Yeah. And they want people to, love, you know, when people are who are from here or just love Quebec, they fucking love Quebec. <laughs> so, like, for you guys to be like, yeah, we're Brazilian, cool. Yeah. Like you said, it doesn't always get mentioned for other people, but. You've let them know that hey, we're proud too. We're here. This is our home. And you put the, um, uh, the the what's it called? The you know what would you call that? Like not the what, what's the fleur de lis? Like the icon? Yeah, the icon. Yeah, what's it You know, like the maple leaf for Canada, Quebec, yeah. whatever that's called. The the, the symbol. The symbol. Yeah, the symbol. You yeah, see, yeah. none of us can think of words. Today. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you put the symbol, you know, on your on your merch and on your cans and stuff, and I think yeah. that's really cool and just lets people know that hey, we we've got a bunch of beers now in French, named in French. Too. Oh, cool. And yeah, that's, we that's have uh, what's link up in French. Connecté. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, because I was like, you're the French. We don't have any French here left. We're, we're French. Okay. Connecté. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right, interesting. That's yeah. probably good. I guess we didn't need but to translate that. I, yeah, we need I, to translate I think it. 
there might there might be a a, a slang for that that we we don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of link up is kind of slangy already as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think that's very interesting. What I wonder why people don't rep where they're from otherwise. But like, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, I never really thought about that before. Mm. I guess like you wouldn't rep if you're from like Ontario and Quebec, because then it's just like a competing, the like competing but, like, provinces. Yeah, but if you're from another oh, yeah, country, that, that's that interesting. Would be tough, huh? Yeah, that would not uh, work. It's so funny, like you were saying, like Quebec <laughs> pride, and I was like, Ontario people are not like proud and yeah, like, like know, thinking about that stuff at all. Like there's the no, there's no Ontario pride. Like I was never like, I'm in Ontario and I'm from Ontario. We're all Ontarians. Like then we never had that at all. <laughs> Yeah. You're like Toronto's cool, but it's never been like that. It's so it's funny. Yeah, it's very different. Ontarians doesn't even sound like like Quebecers sounds cool. But yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you guys been involved in any other sort of like, you know, whether it's intern or anything else? Like, have you participated in any diversity initiatives? or anything, whether it's in the community to sort of open up the beer community to people or within your own team, maybe there's like a, a hiring practice or something that maybe you do to make sure that you get a diverse uh, applicants and stuff? So uh, we, have a, we have a brewer, the, well, our, our head brewer is Brazilian, but he's a permanent resident, mm -hmm. so it doesn't count, but we have an assistant brewer that is also Brazilian and he's a temporary worker. Okay. And uh, according to the law, we cannot hire another one because of the size of our of our company. is It's uh, up to ten people. We cannot. We just cannot. We can just have one um, temporary worker. Hmm. Interesting. In right. Yeah. And now I just heard the news that we can have two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so Thank funny. You. I guess they want you to employ yeah. locally. That's like they want you. Interesting. That's that's uh, and, it's still uh, local, but yeah, hmm. yeah. But uh, we we have we have uh, three Brazilians, no, two Brazilians in the team now. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason why we didn't participate of the link up last year was because we were so involved into other projects that we needed to allow some time for us to work on those projects, and then we could move move forward. Like last year, we did the um, the Chamber of Commerce of saint jean sur richelieu is a project that is called Kudpus. And uh, we didn't distribute this beer. It's sold only regionally, only locally uh, in, around Saint-Jean and, uh, and all the, the area that is part of the, the Chamber of Commerce and uh, in our house. So we donate a part of this uh, profit to the young entrepreneurs from the area. Cool. And it's a process they have to run. They have to do a spit, uh, a, a pitch. Yeah. And um, like the other the other year, I know there was a hairdresser that that was able to to buy uh, chairs Ooh, with the money that that's got cool. from the other the other action. So this year, we are the ones donating, and then uh, I think there is a butcher. Uh, that just opened that's going to 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 receive the money Sick. and then we did uh, we did um, the pink boots we are yes we are part we are part of the we are members of the pink boot society we are ambassadors this year we chose the blend that is last year we chose the blend that is going to be used this year mm -hmm. for the women's day 
it was so nice. It was such a, a fun experience because we got to taste all the hops from Yakima from the latest harvest. Nice. All the new hops, the new experimental hops, and create our own our own blending. So it was really, really fun. So, and also with the, the beer that we make with um, with them, we donate uh, for a project that is very similar to to the Link Up, but it's just for, for women in the industry. Mm-hmm. And then we were the only brewery in Quebec that participated of the Brave Noise project. The only- you were the only brewery? I, w- I thought sure. Black is Beautiful was bad. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was the yeah. – yeah, can you um, – I guess there's two things. Can you quickly just give a one-liner on what – just in case people don't know what the Pink Boot Society is and then what the Brave Noise beer is, which is that still going, Brave Noise? Is that still yeah. going? Okay. I can't believe yes. that. I'm so surprised. I'm really sure. I'm so surprised. Yeah. But sorry, if you could give a one-liner on at least what that is and then explain Brave Noise beer. So, so the Pink Boots too, or just yeah, a great noise? Boots. Both. So Pink Boots is a, is an association. It was born. Uh, it was it was born in America, mm-hmm. in California. And uh, in fact, um, Mirella Amato, the the master sister yes. from Toronto, she was one of the founders. So she invited us to participate when we were in Toronto because she opened the uh, Toronto chapter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's worldwide. There's uh, these associations everywhere in the world. Everywhere there's a brewery, there's a, a woman brewing, a woman working in the industry. There they they are. So every year they do this worldwide uh, uh, collaboration brew day. And um, the uh, there's every year there's a blend, a hop blend supported by Yakima mm. uh, Chief Hops. And uh, for every Five kilos of uh, for every bag of uh, of hops bought, it's they donate like three dollars, I believe, okay, cool. to the um, to the project. And then we, if you want to participate on the brew day that is on March eighth, mm-hmm. we also have to commit to donate a part of the profit to the institution. Okay, yeah. And then they run, they run. Uh, in um, it's not uh, it's not a contest, but anybody that wants to get educated, that wants to go to brewing school, to Cicerone, to marketing uh, school, to anything related to the to the job in the industry, they can apply mm-hmm. and they will be evaluated to see, you know, if they get. They need to have a purpose. They need to, it's like applying for an university. For yeah. Gotcha. It's actually like, Link, I didn't realize how close similar we were doing. I didn't realize how similar we were even to Big Boots Society. But I guess that's for Yeah, so they're focusing on women. We're women. focusing on diverse. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still it's interesting. Like, women. I love that. Yeah, they're looking at the workforce too. Because mm. I think that's yes. what's important. And that was our, that's why our focus, like we had, there's other like, you know, we have friends in the industry who are focusing on like the tap room and, but we're focused on the workforce because we're like, if we diversify that, like say for example, you have like two Brazilian brewers that you're saying, and it's just like known generally speaking. And this is the problem with like Silicon Valley and things like that. Generally speaking, people end up hiring and employing people who are more similar to them. That's just what it is Mm -hmm. because you connect on a different level. So the problem is because the workforce is so largely white males, it just continues to perpetuate white males that go down the line. So you need more diverse ownership and you need more diversity at the management levels to ensure that we get a diverse workforce. So mm. 
I think the Pink Boot Society yeah. is probably really helping getting the women, yeah. getting the women in. Love it. Um, that's it. And we just we just hired a first uh, girl. Nice, nice, What's nice. Cool. What's she doing? Yeah. 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 I saw a girl when we were. I saw a girl at your one year anniversary. I thought at the tap room, or was she like a volunteer? I swear there was a girl that was working. That's Alex who's in the tap room. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, no. I don't know why I thought I saw a girl in an overhop shirt working. Unless she was just a really good friend and like hanging out, maybe. maybe I thought she was no, working. maybe it was a was a client or something that no. Okay. 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 So it's your first woman. All right. Nice. Well, congratulations. There you go. Look at yes. that. Yeah. And she's really uh, interested in um, in learning more. Mm-hmm. She's uh, graduating now in in nutrition, and uh, she's very you know willing to to learn more about quality control. So we are nice. Looking forward to offer her this opportunity. Um, cool. She's That's very awesome. excited about beer, and it's very hard to find a girl that likes beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm right here. In. What do you mean? Like enough to work in it? Enough yeah, in that's it, yeah. fair. Um, and we, then, uh, the majority of people that come to buy there, in our yeah. house, of the women, the women that come to buy, it's always for their partners. Interesting. It's like, yeah, everybody's like, I came to buy for my chum, for my chum, for my yeah. my other half. It's hard, you know. It's not easy. It's not common to 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 see girls that come and they because they like and they. That are, but very few. Interesting. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I thought it would be larger. Because I feel like you see so many girls on Instagram drinking beer. But that's like my only, I uh, guess, gauge of uh, what you see, you know. Yes. My friends drink yeah. beer. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, my network obviously is very much an industry. So I'm actually surprised at that. So like, what would you say percentage-wise you're seeing? I'd be qu- curious on two things. What do you see the percentage of women coming in and what do you see the percentage of diverse faces coming in? I am being cognizant that you're in St. Richelieu as well, but like in terms of like black, um, say, uh, South American, Hispanic, any of these things, like do you see a lot of those faces come through either? Like in the, I, in the I, area that we are, the diversity is not, uh, is not a huge percentage. It's very, very small. What about like tagging you Almost in photos not. and stuff like that? Do you see that at all in terms of drinkers otherwise? There's a lot of girls that, that tag okay. us. They, they're not, you know, they're not necessarily buying in our tap room. Mm-hmm. They buy somewhere else. But uh, I, I'm more in front of the house. That is more, is more in the back. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I would say that 90% of the people that come by is men. Interesting. I actually didn't think it was that. I thought that number was much smaller now. Yeah. Yeah, Even even like regular customers that we have, girls, women that come by, they they mention they come by for their husbands. Hmm. It also depends on the area, right? That's uh, where we are located. We don't know. That's that's the experience that we have according to the area. Yeah. I guess you're, it you're a destination. Like you're in the destination for it, and it's cognizant that you're in Saint-Jean, Richelieu, and I don't know what that population could be, 95% older French white yeah. or something like that. So, yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. very interesting. But, uh, you know, the Brazilians support us, and we have some uh, Latinos that come to. They're so very excited, too, you know, they, when they find out, and then they spread around. And uh, Nice. But it's something that we need to work a lot still. Yeah. Well, it's just everyone. It's just yeah. interesting because it's just like, yeah, in the U.S., 
but it also depends where you are. But you know, they just you do see more diverse people in the tap rooms and things like that. U.S. You know, depending. You want to know something? Um, want to know something interesting? In our in the last AMBQ that we that we went in, in November, there was this. Uh, they, were, they showed the numbers of the areas that they drink more craft beer in Quebec, mm. and Laval is like almost to zero. It's really low. Laval is almost really. Zero. Wow. Yeah. It's very low. And uh, oh, everybody was shocked. Everybody, oh my God, we have homework to do. We need to yeah. work on Laval. That's what I was thinking. Laval is very diverse. Yeah. Ah, right? that's actually that very interesting. It's like they're not exposed to it at all. Mm. And they're probably not going to the events, not doing anything because everything happens in Montreal, like in the, well, you know, here, like in the, in the quarter. That's very interesting. Mm. Yeah, people got work to do. Maybe someone should uh, try to start something out there. Where I mean, was that place yeah. that we went to that was beautiful? It's still there. Les Insulaires. Yeah, that yeah. place was gorgeous. Mm. That gorgeous I think that's still the only so maybe, Go. maybe they represent the whole percentage the only one. of craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tati? I think they're the only one. Yeah, yeah I think they're still the only one. We interviewed them like two or three years. Now, hang on, what is it, yeah. 2022? Probably three plus years ago. Yeah, probably yeah. 2019 or something. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I think at the time they were like they hadn't been open that long and stuff. And I know they have like I think they started the festival out there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was I forgot. What, I guess it's Fest de Bière de Laval or some shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of crazy. So yeah. then, just sort of switching gears a touch, I'm curious to what what the impact on your organization is of having a women led company who are South American, so not white women. And then having the main two brewers being from Brazil, um, you know, being that you've already started the diversification, at least within the culture that you guys come from, like in comparison, because you've been deep in the industry for many years, um, working in Brazil and bringing it over here and do, doing your thing. Have you noticed like what, what are the benefits? And this is probably more aimed at educating maybe other, other breweries who might not really understand what those benefits could be. So Maybe you could speak to some of the benefits of just, you know, what, how having women in sort of a, uh, a leadership role. I mean, I know you're owners, so not everyone can be owners all the time, but having women in leadership role and then also having a diverse team that you guys have. Like, what are some of the benefits that you've seen from that? Guys, can I just say something quickly before? Yes. I respond that question. Yes. We passed by. We didn't answer the, about the break noise. Ooh. Just for people that we don't, we don't know the movement, the brave noise is starting in the U.S. because of all the sexual harassment and harassment against women and queer people and uh, trans, homosexual, uh, whatever. And uh, in the industry, not just the brewery industry, but also in restaurants and bars mm -hmm. and clubs. So that's how it started the movement and they created that beer that's called Brave Noise for everybody to make some noise to bring awareness to that situation and try to diminish that. And also, and also like, to stimulate a little bit of diversity. Mm. And we are... And, right? To be respectful yeah. to everybody. Yeah. And we had to write the code of conduct uh, of our company and share in the, in the QR code. In a, oh, cool. in a can, there's a QR code. RQ code. No, it's not in this one. Oh, it's, uh, okay. in the oh, Brave Noise one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and so we had a contact. we had a, a due date. We had a, a due date to to work on that. Yeah. 
And it's not easy to do. This is something that is not easy to do. You need uh, an HR company to 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 help you. Yeah. Because mm. it's to support your arguments and also lawyers. It has to be something that is legal, right? Because if it's written on your code of conduct, it can become a legal matter. Mm. Mm. So that's something that I have to think about. So that's part yeah, of that's the a very important project. That's part of the collaboration that each brewery created a code of conduct and made sure. That's really good that they did yeah. that. No, that's really good. That's yeah. And for the brave they, noise, they have uh, they have their own recipe. Mm -hmm. They have their label. They have everything done. Like you can adjust the label to add your logo, or you can adjust the recipe mm -hmm. a little bit. Just do a little bit of a tweak. Mm -hmm. Like something small, just to adapt to your system as well and to your reality. But it's basically is their recipe and their their label. Okay. So it's just to be something uniform around the world. Similar, like black is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And where do you donate the money to? Yeah. So we chose this uh, institution here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's an institution called Dundelian uh, Initiative. Uh, that's the Brave Noise. Um, in, uh, the Brave Noise here in Quebec that is being ruled by David Carrière, that they chose this in institution to donate. So it's uh, an institution that works with mostly uh, women, native women mm. that suffered uh, harassment. And um, it's for, for psychological support. Nice. Cool. That's really cool that they did that. Um, I can't believe only one person made that beer, though. Yeah, that's really yeah. it's like we just get worse and worse as more initiatives come to support people. It just like gets like lower and lower. Like it's and you know, it's interesting because Craig was asking you like, what's the benefits and opportunities perhaps of being women led? And this is one of them, for example. Do you see that? Because people like to support other people who are supporting other initiatives, basically, you know, like it is not only yeah. good from like um from a perspective of just like, it's good to do things like this from a moral perspective, but it actually like sustainability, for example, and then mission driven businesses, all of these things are important. Like people are becoming more tuned into who they support and buy from. And then a benefit of you all being women was like, you probably were never gonna let Brave Noise come and go without being a part of it. And maybe if more people had more women or diverse people on in their teams, they would be like, guys, we need to do Brave Noise. Like you'd be talking to, your boss, your brewers, and saying like we need to do this, but that's that's lacking clearly. So very interesting. That was a good segue. Segue, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so aside from that, what are the other benefits? Would you say so? If you're talking to a fellow, you know, you're at the A and B Q or whatever, and you get in a conversation with somebody, like what what would you what would you like other breweries to know that you know that's been a, a cool benefit that you guys have seen in your company just from whether it's the the brew team or the tap room or you two or you know the new person who's the quality control um you know what 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 have you seen tangible aside from the brave noise that the fact that because see that wouldn't have gone on most people's radar and obviously it didn't because there's one brewery out of what 150 200 breweries here yeah yep about that yeah so yeah, is there anything that you would say you could tell people that, that hey, this is what we're seeing? I would say um, our way, Patricia's a little bit more uh, on that side than me. The warmth regarding dealing with people and the tenderness and 
like the affection is something that Brazilian they have is warm mm. to deal with people and to be friendly to be forward it's like uh, yeah. I'm a little bit colder but Patricia is very <laughs> very warm on that I like that self-awareness like I, I I'm not me <laughs> but for her <laughs> no no I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying not me because everybody's particular but because I see that in her you know it's just yeah. the warmth and just to care a lot about uh, the well-being of uh, of people and it's it's very warm and it's very unique and it's very general yeah and not sometimes we don't find that in companies at all because you're just the boss and then the employee is just not the employee, right? We've all worked for private for companies, private, public, whatever, and sometimes that's how we feel. We just feel one more. Yeah. No, I think that's interesting. One more number. Yeah. And that's not not that's definitely not the case. Mm. I like that. I think that's interesting. I'm it's not saying that other people don't think this way. Yeah. I'm not saying that other people don't think that way, but that's the feedback that we have that we are very uh, warm people and then we're very uh, welcoming, we love hugging. And, mm. Well, not, not not as much because we're not allowed to, but <laughs> we love hugging, we love touching, we love you know kissing people on, on the cheeks. It's just uh, the warmth. Yeah. Of, yeah. I remember, I think I hugged like well, Patty. Patty, when we like left at your at the overhop event, I think I like was like, you know what, we're gonna do this. And we're, gonna hug. <laughs> and we're just like, whatever, man. And then like run away. But, that was like yeah. one of the first things we'd done in a long time. And yeah. Go to that. And I remember being. We literally sh- only went to your event, and I I think this last year. I think we only went to your event was the yeah. only thing we went to. And it made it. me feel so much better about everything because I came there really like shook because yeah, we like, we, had, we didn't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. And obviously the only place we want to go is to see you guys because we have the launch of the Hello Montreal beer, um, which we need to do part two of. Yes. And it was just so wonderful. The people there, like there were families and they were so, uh, speaking to the warmth, like I really think that all of these people turned out for you both Mm -hmm. specifically because of that. And it was just so, it was so fun in the end. It was really nice. And I hadn't felt so at ease with people in a long time. (laughs) That and was it didn't take me long to summer get to come down. Right? That's summer it was July. It was yeah. July, right? July 2021. July, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's a real testament to what you're saying, Tati. I also think, by the way, I think you guys are both extraordinarily warm. Like, I've never found either of you anything but warm, but you're both kind of gangster. That's what the coldness <laughs> you're describing. Yeah, but, it's, gangster. it's gangster. But I find that it's I find that just <laughs> such a cool trait that – because. It's not easy. You guys have to put up with a lot of shit. The stories you talk, I mean, you mentioned some of them and you've told us some in the past as well. Welcome to Rio. (laughs) Welcome to Rio. I have to be like this. Otherwise, we're going to be eaten alive. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness, you're making me cough. I love it. No, that's, um, I think it's really cool. And and that's amazing. So that's the, the female side. I would imagine then, the, some of the beers, like I never had a, a Katarina Sour until we did our first podcast at Mondial in 2018. You had uh, some man, you were explaining what that was and you were using these like, um, you know, fruits that only grow in Brazil that were like fascinating. You were explaining what they were and you, your beers have these really interesting approaches to them because of that cultural aspect. Mm-hmm. Um does that come from you both or does it come from the people who are brewing? And I know it's changed obviously between 2018 
because you were using most of the recipes from Brazil and now you've got your own team and you're doing, you know, a ton of original new Montreal, sorry, St. John's or Richelieu um, uh, recipes. Does like, how was that Brazilian influence specifically on the product, on the beers that people are drinking, on the palates of uh, your customers? Uh, we, we, we try to follow the, the trends besides having uh, our own recipes. There are days that are good, very good sellers, but we try to follow the trends. Uh, of course, we, we do what we like to drink. Right. We, we won't follow a trend just because it's a trend. We will put our, our touch on it okay. yeah. every, every time. So uh, I, I, us, I usually suggest the styles. Mm-hmm. I discuss with Tatiana, she, she gives her opinion too. And then we talk to the brewer, we say exactly what we want. And, uh, and we, we, we go like that. But yeah. uh, there's a Brazilian touch in everything we do. Of course, there's no way, there's no other way. It's, yeah. it's I, 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 I give my opinion. I say what I want. I, I brief the, the brewer and I, I show him, you know, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I see the recipe, we discuss the recipe and I uh, say, okay, put something, put this a little bit more and um, make it creamier, make it lighter, make it more, you know, higher in alcohol and uh, use these hops and uh, do like that. Yeah. I so, think that's uh, cool, the Brazilian touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I think added- it's sexy. <laughs> it's appealing. It's, yeah. uh, it's, what, it's what we are. And even though... You know, people here and I used to the, our fruits. You know, guava. We grew up drinking guava. We grew up drinking passion fruit juice, and um, and it's uh, weird for for some people here for the texture, for the acai. Mm-hmm. People find it weird, um, but you know, it's it, they, they were great hits uh, last year. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll 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 continue brewing the you know the acai stuff, the guava, the the mango and uh, and I, I'm trying to get as much uh, as Brazilian fruits as I can. So let's uh, let's see what's coming next. I love that because it just makes me always feel. And that's a one that's one of the things that I really love is that it almost makes me feel like I don't know. I haven't been to Brazil, but it just obviously there's like a lot of similar things that are happening in Jamaica in fruit and vegetation that's happening in Brazil. So you're all using these ingredients, and I'm always like, oh, like this is like the stuff my mom was always drinking in Jamaica, or this is stuff I've always been drinking. So it's cooler. Like I'm always like, oh, this is cool. I think you might have used soursop even. I was just thinking soursop. Soursop. And that's like my mom makes that. Yeah, yeah, my mom makes it all the time. And I'm like, wow, it just feels like, I don't know. I don't know. It's special in that way. Like it makes you feel cool in that way. Like I love that. So, um, yeah, I think the only that- thing is that those, those typical fruits are sometimes hard to find. Mm, That's course. why we haven't been uh, using some others like that. Mm. Right. Especially in bulk, right? I imagine. Especially in bulk, yeah. I assume, like, they're not, like, importing sour soft like crazy on big crates, I imagine. It's like... Yeah, our, our supply exactly. even has. Uh, our supply uh, has the sour soft here, but it doesn't come <clears> from Brazil. It comes from Colombia. And <clears> it's <throat> very different. Um, it's, it's just like mango and bananas. There are like a hundred kinds of. Yeah. Um, if you you know like uh, that uh, the fruit from um, Thailand, durian. Durian. Yes. Yeah, that, stinks, that stinks like crazy. Do you have that in Australia? Right? No. No. Well, if no? it does, it's imported from from Thailand. From Thailand. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, in Brazil, we have we have one cousin of that fruit that is called jaca. It grows 
like this big on the streets and it's wow. so different from the one in thailand it's delicious but the one in thailand really stinks right it's- yeah <laughs> i've never smelt it before. you had some Awful, other but, it's- it's- <laughs> but it tastes good right uh the one in thailand yeah no <laughs> okay okay so it tastes like it smells awesome <laughs> it, it, it tastes like a corpse <laughs> wow yeah yummy yeah but it's a cousin from the uh, with the fruit in Brazil. It's the same right. uh, the same family. Okay. You would look you would look at it and you would think you would they would you know be the same fruit, but it's it's different. It's just saying that you know sometimes it's hard to get the fruit from Brazil. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, but either way, it, it's sort of a, clearly the culture and the diversity. Even if that diversity is you know in the one country that uh, you know you. Where it's where you're from, it's where you grew up, and, and that's what you've got. That's your differentiator, mm-hmm. and you're seeing that. I mean, that's one of the first things I noticed about you guys in the products themselves. Were like, hey, this is interesting, and it was immediately appealing. And um, I think that's that, that's beautiful. I remember you did when at your anniversary, you busted out a can of I think it was like a um, a smoothie sour collab, or maybe it was it was one that you did that was like on paper. It was like pretty weird ingredients i think it was was it one of the beers for the anniversary it had like carrots and stuff in sure. it sure yeah so it was with it was with brew whiskey and brew whiskey. Uh, we did okay. uh acai uh acai no beet carrots um uh, orange <laughs> okay and mango blood orange and tangerine blood, and, blood orange and and tangerine okay now that was a replication of a brazilian drink though is that correct something or something like that the, so the the beach juice that we drink before we go to the beach it's basically just oranges uh carrots and beets okay but we do not have blood orange in brazil so it's just plain orange yeah gotcha. uh so so the blood orange was the whiskey's uh touch Little twist. and okay. uh and the mango to give more body to mm. so okay but that in and of itself, I just thought that was such a fantastic beer. That was one of my favorites of the uh, anniversary launch. And I just thought that was another great example of like taking something that's so natural, you know, something you just drink as, you know, growing up, going to the beach and then turning it into a smoothie sour, which is new and yeah. trendy and modern with a little bit of a twist with the blood orange and the mango. I just thought that was that's so a, cool. a cool example of that. Yeah. Um, that's exactly the benefits that we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do we want to try and like throw 50 minutes? Yeah. Do we want to so, have like... Like you don't want to wrap it up. One final question, like anything. That, I mean, even if I was just going to ask, even if you don't have anything else yeah, from there, was do you like? Is there anything you'd like to just sort of leave it? Leave like a final thought for other breweries who, uh, you know, once again maybe considering or wanting to get or how could that's probably a real question for you guys. Maybe if a brewery sort of like, uh, and this is one of the things that we've talked about with people over time, and it's sort of like I didn't know what to do, like. We've had we've helped a few other breweries try and find their way to you know they had a job like can you help us find a diverse applicant like rather than just have the same old same old apply mm-hmm. like how now you've sort of demonstrated the importance and the benefits of diversity and inclusion in a workplace like how could breweries go about potentially finding someone that's outside of the typical you know white dude you know applying for the jobs. I think the first thing is to to say that, to tell people that uh, they are looking for diversity and inclusion. <laughs> they, are, yeah. they are open to interview, 
you know, they're uh, they're they're a, uh, a safe space for everybody, yeah. and they're willing. I think it's very important. It it, it might it, it might sound sound a cliche, but I don't I don't see you know when I see because I, I I see other job offers. Um, whenever I have to post my job offers, I, I make sure that I include this paragraph, and I, I don't mm. see that in other in other job offers mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, to show that they have uh, you know especially like a safe space that respects everybody and um, and the code of conduct is a great great thing too to to publish yeah um, yeah I I would start like that those are really good tips yeah. and what, no. I, what I just would say like is the basic cheesy, simple stuff that everybody says it, but nobody thinks about it, that sharing is caring. So if you know any information, just share with people. If you know, if you want something, just pick up what you want so people that knows can share with you too, right? If you're looking for that, how can I help other people? How can I can include diversity in my, my brew? How can I do that? Like, speak up so people that are on the same boat can help you out and then everybody's going to learn and grow together on that way, right? If you just keep it for yeah. yourself, like, you're not going to it. Yeah. I love it. 100%. That's really helpful. Yeah. Um, this is great, guys. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. We're and over for, time. for that, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard because we could, like, we're used to doing two hour whatever. Oh, and we talk too much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think we got to the, to, <laughs> right? And I knew that was the problem because we're friends. I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to be here all night. So it's really hard to try and cut it off, but we're going to do a, a follow-up podcast from the last, whether it's the, the thing we started before COVID ruined it or yeah, something new. Yeah, we have all that footage because we have all the footage from me building the brewery. Like, well, we got good amounts because <clears throat> remember, Patty, you were taking all that video. So, like, we have that. I have and your then memory we have card. the interview. Oh, do we have your memory I still card? I have your SD card. I'm <laughs> give had your, your memory card for two years. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, sorry, Patty. <laughs> I didn't forget. <laughs> We've seen you so many times. We could have given it to you so many times. Teeth. Sorry. Teeth. Yeah. Um, okay. But we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. do it. Let's take the uh, thumbnail. And the beer is fantastic. Yeah, the Did beer you is. Did say that uh, already? Because the beer is fantastic. So, yeah. do you want to hold up the beers? It's so good. My thing's empty, so. That's okay. Hang on, where we go? We'll go here. Yeah, That's mine is good. empty too, but nobody needs to know the can is there. No one's going to know. Ready? Good. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I did the, it. The, the wait. Oh, you covered yourself. Oh, wait, hold on. One we can second. do it again. We can do it again. It's no problem. Screenshots are infinite. This side. Hang on, wait. See I'm it? having a little rain. Look, there yeah. you got it. Gorgeous. Nice. Um, <laughs> thank you. You are both so wonderful. Where can everybody find Overhop online? Uh, www.overhop.com. Love it. And that'll take you to the, or, and they can find out whatever new beers you have, and they can come into the tap room in uh, St. John. You follow them on Instagram. We, uh, yeah. yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. So, <laughs> so it's uh, Overhop Canada, Untapped Overhop Ca Brewing Canada. Canada. <laughs> Very yeah. important. Just to differentiate. <laughs> and uh, Facebook Overhop Canada. There you go. <laughs> uh, amazing. Do you want people to find you individually or just Overhop for this? Sorry. Do you want people to come and find you both on Insta? Excuse me, on Instagram individually. Oh no, or just over a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Tati's accounts private too. I think no. They they always find yeah. us. Yeah. 
Yeah, they find us. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do. People are very good, these internet sleuths. Yeah, they're nosy. I love it. Um, stick around. We'll wrap this up, and then we'll, um, we'll, we'll chat in a sec. But uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, we love you both. You're just wonderful human beings. And once again, thank you so much for getting involved in this and setting it off perfectly. The beer is fantastic. Everything about yeah. this is amazing. I'm so happy. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for thinking thank about you guys us. Again for the first since the first edition. And uh, as I said, of course, we wanted, we had to participate in this. We, this is our is our core value mm-hmm. to, to return to the community. We, it's a two-way road. We, we need to give back what they give us. So it's, I think, uh, it's a win-win for everybody. No, thank you. We'll That's continue said. working on that. That's beautiful. I love it. I appreciate yeah. you both. Um, so guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, Smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell Dang. so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media everywhere at BOS Podcast. See, look, the ladies are telling you, smash the thumbs up. <laughs> uh, BOS Podcast everywhere. And of course, at Link Up Beer on social everywhere. And it's linkupbeer.com. Now, if you or anyone you know would like to apply for our program, we are doing apprenticeships, we're doing Cicerone scholarships, all sorts of stuff. The application form is on the website. You can just apply it. It goes right to Danielle, and then she'll reach out to you to go further from there. Um, these link-up episodes will be up every Wednesday from this one, and because uh, I can't remember the date when this one starts, but every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, until the end of the season. So thank you again. Make sure you get past, swing past Overhop yeah. and uh, grab the beer, and I think it's going to be distributed. Uh, is that correct? It's being distributed, yeah. There you it's, go. It's, it's already distributed. Find it in your local debt before 10 p.m. Oh, wait. The <laughs> no, over on Monday. So <laughs> <over> on Monday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you both again. Thank you, everybody. We'll Bye. see you next time. Ciao. Get it in ya.